This is Meg Tilton at the A Cow Life, episode number five, Paradigm Shifts. This is the A Cow Life, a place where LDS women, and really any woman, can come to learn how every aspect of their life is beautiful and has purpose. A place to help you realize how important you are, and that this place we call Earth just wouldn't be the same without you. So sit back and take a breather in that unfolded laundry, and let's chat for a moment about your amazing life. Hello, hello. How is everyone doing today on this Monday? I hope everyone had a great weekend, and I welcome you back to the podcast today. Um, Here in St. Louis, we are gearing up for the solar eclipse. We are one of the lucky cities. There's not very many on the path that get to have a total eclipse. So um, my kids are all gearing up at school. Um, My husband got the day off of work, which is awesome in and of itself. I just love having him home. And so we're going to definitely be checking that out today. I'm hoping and praying that it doesn't get cloudy for that time frame that it's going to be happening, but you can't predict the weather, right? So we'll just have to get what we take, take what we get (laughs) and go from there. I know that lots of people around here are having parties and kind of gearing up for the celebration. I'm really interested to see how this affects like cell service in our area, traffic, etc. It will be very interesting to see the effects of this total solar eclipse. And if you're not going to see it, if you're not um, anywhere in the U.S. that will see this, I did look online recently and discovered that the next solar eclipse for us actually will come near St. Louis again in seven years, in 2024. So I guess if we have bad weather for some reason, then we can see it again in seven years, hopefully. Uh, The next time, instead of coming across like through Oregon and kind of across the whole United States, middle of the United States, it's going to go from Texas up and I think head into the Northeast. So that's kind of exciting that we might get to see two in seven years. That's pretty remarkable. So anyway, I have been thinking a lot about what people must have thought of solar eclipses hundreds of years ago when they didn't have access to technology or dissemination of of information that we have today. You know, you can find so many awesome things online today to keep you up to date on things. And so I can't imagine what something like this would be like to people who had no idea that it was going to happen or... Um, weren't totally clear what was going on. I just think that that must have been really scary. I bet a lot of them thought that it was the end of the world. And that is not a fun feeling to have, I'm sure. But we now live in an age where we do have all this information. And so at some point, those people who didn't know um, it became more readily available what the information was for what goes on in a solar eclipse. And so something happened that is called a paradigm shift. And what a paradigm shift is, is an individual's or a society's view of how things work in the world changing. So they can believe that it's one thing at one point and then they acquire new information and it changes based on that information. 
So today I thought I would talk about paradigm shifts and the importance that they have in our lives. I recently watched a video uh, in which Stephen R. Covey was talking about the importance of these paradigm shifts. And he quoted something that I thought was really quotable. I guess he said something that I thought was very quotable. He said, if you want small changes, work on your behavior. If you want quantum leap changes, work on your paradigms. What a paradigm does for us is give us information that allows us to change our thoughts about a situation. That's my dogs barking in the background. Sorry. So the same quote could read, if you want small changes, work on your behavior. If you want quantum leap changes, work on your thoughts. Your thoughts are what create your behavior. And I will be talking a lot about this in future podcasts because it is really the basis for everything that I will be working on with my clients in my coaching about having them be able to change their, their thoughts to change the outcomes in their lives. And it's very, very powerful. So I wanted to give you some examples of paradigm shifts uh, to kind of solidify this idea a little bit more. And I'm going to start off with something that happened in my life several years ago that was um, very interesting to me. So a few years ago, I was driving with all of my kids at the time. I think I had only two at the time. I don't think Christian was born yet, my third. And I was driving with them and my in-laws. And we had stopped at a stoplight waiting to turn left. And when my light turned green, I turned to look at the traffic that was coming from my left before I proceeded into the intersection. And what I saw was one lane had come to a complete stop. But in the other lane, it was open, but a big white truck was traveling at a speed. And I knew he was traveling so fast that he was not intending to stop at the stoplight and would end up continuing through the intersection and hit me if I kept going with my green light. So I slammed on my brakes and he did exactly what I had predicted and sped through the intersection, intersection barely missing our car. However, a woman who was coming up to the same light that I was at in the intersection came up on my right just as the light turned green and proceeded through the light and was hit by the truck. My father-in-law and I jumped out to make sure everyone was okay. Besides being in shock, no one appeared to be seriously injured. The driver of the truck came over to me at one point and said, that car just came out of nowhere. I have no idea what happened. And I found this very interesting because then I had to inform him that he had run the red light and had almost hit me. He was stunned. He had no idea that he had run the red light. But with that information, he experienced a paradigm shift. His understanding of the situation totally changed. So all too often, we think we know exactly what has or is going on in a situation. But I think the example I just shared is evidence that we need to remember to take a step back and ask ourselves if we truly have all the information to come to a correct conclusion. Let's explore this a little bit more. Have you ever gotten into an argument with someone and just known that you were right? That's never happened to anybody, right? <laughs> okay, this happens to me all the time. 
But when this happens, you know that the way you perceive things was correct and that you just need to let the other person know what they did was wrong. If I can take my own experiences in life in situations like these, almost always the other person reveals some information that changes the way I originally viewed the events. I always come away having had a paradigm shift because what I was sure was the truth ends up only being the partial truth or really not true at all. So now let's talk for a minute about how the Savior, when he was living on the earth and when he was teaching the gospel, created paradigm shifts within the people he came in contact with. And the reason I like to, sh- I want to share this is because I think it's really important in being able to show how the same thing happens to us today as we learn the gospel and when we feel the Spirit. We also are experiencing paradigm shifts. The the spirit and the gospel and the scriptures and our prophets and apostles often give us new insight. They give us new information that we didn't consider before that allow us to change, that allow us to improve, that allow us to be more loving, that allow us to forgive or to make good decisions, be better parents, be better friends, be better in our callings. We receive new information from different sources, but all confirmed by the Holy Ghost to have a paradigm shift. So I want to give an example of how the Savior did this when he was living on the earth. So if you'll recall the story of the adulterous woman who was brought before him by a group of individuals that wanted to have her stoned because she had been caught in the act of adultery. And I think that the Savior's response is really interesting, and I want you to take note of what his response did to the people that were condemning this woman. I'm going to quote from the scriptures. It says, But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he had heard them not. So when they continued asking him, he lifted him up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground, and they which heard it, being convinced by their own conscience, went out one by one. So right then and there in that situation, the Savior was able to create a paradigm shift within the individuals that were present and heard the words that he spoke and what he wrote on the ground. And they knew that they each were not free of sin, They knew that they had not lived a perfect life. And so they knew at that moment that what he was saying was applicable to them, that they maybe should be stoned, that their flaws should be brought before a judgment group like theirs. And they knew that they would be found guilty. And so they were able to walk away and leave that woman to be um, left for the Savior to deal with after. So I just think that you need to really make sure that you look in your lives and look at areas where you can maybe have paradigm shifts. I also think it's easy to have paradigm shifts when you have more information about a situation, but a lot of times in our lives, we're going to come up against um, situations where we don't have all the information and we're going to be left to have to fill in the blanks on our own. And here's the great news. Even if you don't have all the information, even if you can't fill in all the blanks with 
facts and information that's given to you, you can create paradigms of your own. Isn't that awesome that you can create a paradigm shift whenever you want to? I don't know about you, but I want to live my life from a place of peace and a place of loving others unconditionally. But I am just like you. I often come up against less than peaceful or loving people that I may have a short but irritating um, you know, encounter with. And so when we find ourselves in those short and irritating encounters where we can't find out exactly what's going on in those people's lives or why they did what they did, we can go, that's okay. I don't have to know it all. I don't have to talk to them to understand why they were acting the way they were. And I don't have to know everything in order to have peaceful and loving thoughts about them. You get to remember that you get to choose how you think of them and you get to choose how and what kind of story you want to tell yourself about them so that you can have more compassionate and forgiving thoughts. So here's an example. What do you do about the unthoughtful lady in the grocery store who comments on the fact that your child doesn't have shoes on in the middle of the winter? And you know that you have tried tirelessly to put those shoes on this child and they refuse to wear them and take them off any second they have. I may be speaking from experience, but I just may be. (laughs) Okay. I had a kid who did this. Okay. (laughs) And I had a woman who made a comment about it. And I wish I could say that I thought what I'm going to tell you that you can think, but I hadn't learned this work yet. And so I'm hoping that when a similar situation comes up in the future, that I can act in a better way and create a paradigm shift for myself. So if you have a woman who comes up to you and says something like this, like, I can't believe that your child is not wearing shoes. It's 30 degrees outside. Her feet must be freezing. And then just keeps walking. You can say to yourself, you don't have to defend yourself to this individual. You don't, you don't owe them anything. But what I want you to do is try this one on. You can think to yourself, you know, she is right. I bet she had a child once who didn't wear shoes in the winter and got a terrible case of pneumonia that had them in the hospital for weeks. You know, I'd be telling someone in my situation the same thing if I had experienced that. Do you see the shift that happens in your brain and in how you feel? You're able to then take the situation from the other person's perspective. And even though it's not perhaps real, it's one that can create peace and love within yourself. And that is so important. So here's another one. You pass someone in the hall at church that doesn't say hi. Has anybody had this one happen to them? I've had this one happen to them, to myself. And it's not always the funnest thing. And sometimes I think the natural thought is to go and say, oh my gosh, she doesn't like me. 
oh my gosh, what did I do that was wrong? Or, oh my gosh, she is such a brat, right? I think we've all thought that to some extent. But this is what I want you to try. And here's just an example of a thought that you can try on. But I want you to try thinking a more positive one. I want you to make up something crazy awesome to explain why she would do this. So the one I came up with was, and this isn't crazy awesome, but it's good. I bet she had a rough night. I know her husband works long hours, and I am sure it's just everything she could do to get here to church today. Isn't that so much better to think that way than to think, oh my gosh, she's such a brat. Oh my gosh, I did something wrong. There are no peaceful and loving feelings that come from those kind of thoughts. But coming at somebody and believing in them in a place of, from a place of compassion and understanding, it may not do anything for them, but it's going to do a whole lot for you because it's going to create peace and love within yourself. And that is so important. So I just want you to remember that the ability to think about every situation you find yourself in is up to you and you can believe about it however you want. You, if you want to live your life where you are always trying to find what's wrong with what somebody says or does, that's great. But I don't know about you, but I want to live a life where I have more peace and love towards everyone around me. And I want to have it within myself. And that's really where it all starts. You have, in order to cast love and peace out into the world, you have to create it within yourself. And you can create it whenever you want. It is such an awesome blessing. So there's your food for thought this week. I hope you have a great week and I will be back next week to chat some more about some amazing things to help you in your amazing life. Have a good one. If you like what you've heard today, this is what coaching can do for you. It can help you have a paradigm shift about yourself and everyone around you. I am currently offering free mini sessions For any of you who might be interested in having me help you achieve a more peaceful and loving outlook on life. If you are interested in signing up for one of these free mini sessions, please email me at meg at the8cowlife.com and we'll get that all set up for you. And I hope to hear from you soon. Bye-bye.